When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's up, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen with you today. It's a Wednesday. We'll talk to Nick from Hallis Hall. Things are about to happen up there in Lake Forest. What's up? I just love that we're getting called out for being late by Ronnie. A 30-second late start time, followed up by Ravi, who's blaming me. This is the dedication to this show that I appreciate. We love you. Every I mean, like, the best part is, is that Ravi's right. Yeah, I was going to say, Ravi's <laughs> accurate. Is he, like, secretly spying on the studio? Ravi knows way too much. I don't know. <laughs> on a daily basis, Ravi's dialed in. Uh, I, would I, like, I do see Luke over there on his phone. Like, is he Ravi? Luke, Ooh, Luke might Luke really be Ravi. Luke Ravi. That guy's... <laughs> Guys, straight. Uh, I know he's. I know he's Steve on the Cubs podcast in do you the have chat. Any, but you have any burners, Lawrence? That you like to uh, let people know about? Uh, no, I, do I don't have, have a burners. single burner. Burners are lame. Own your stuff. Let's go. <laughs> How, <laughs> if I had a burner, I would definitely mess it up. A hundred percent, I would rent. I would send out the wrong. Yeah, for you're, the wrong account at some yeah, point. Yeah, like right. You're gonna. You're you're gonna There's get too much caught. going on. There's a lot on today's show here, Adam Hogue. I'm very. excited. I wish I had a burner though. The last 24 hours, lots of things I probably would have tweeted. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I did one Darren Bailey tweet. Come on, I don't care who you're voting for. Red, blue, green, purple, whatever. It is hilarious. They called the race before one percent of the vote came in. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Did he think that he had a chance? I was watching WGN. They were so confused. They were like, wait a minute. How did the AP call this? There's not even 1%. They called it when he sh- showed up with, with <laughs> Donald and his guns and said that I... I and, okay. And, and, you know. I just was talking about... I don't, I, we're not getting into all that. But you got, you got to... We're not that. getting into that. You got to admit, that's funny. Uh, it's I, on a comedic level. That's funny. That whole thing was funny. Every, <laughs> every, every, every part of that was funny. Do you know where you are? A, I was trying to think of a sports equivalent. There was the IMG Academy beat some school 98 nothing. Yeah, Bishop Sycamore. Last week. Bishop Sycamore? Oh, sorry. Bishop Sycamore was last year or two That was the ago. fake school, right? But now, yeah, yes, IMG they did They beat it, a team yeah. a couple weeks ago 98 to nothing. They called it at halftime. Yeah. That's a lot of points for so a half. That's, they, What's the point of that? 
Well, because come on, sportsmanship and no, no. I mean, what's the point of even playing a game like that? Is my oh like, yeah, sure. You're 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 a, you're a, an academy that can pretty much play whoever you want. Like, come on, I don't know. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Uh, we are excited to be here too. Uh, it's been a fun few days at celebrating QB one. It has, and I got to tell you, I'd like to celebrate your column today. Everybody should read it. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, okay. I just want to just give you a little bit of love here. I, I think I should say thank you to you. Well, uh, I I woke up today. I, I read my Adam Hogue, and you should be doing the same. And I, I was so pleased to see that I got a shout-out in your column. I did not. Oh, I did mention you. Yeah. I got mentioned. I got mentioned in... Bears wow. elite coverage today, Benedetto. That was like, that was, I mean, Hogue gave me credit for my my game three Houston Texans. This is not what the quarterback is supposed to look like, Tech, when people were trying to like figure out, well, I don't know if he is or I don't know if he, no, 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 no. You watch the game and he sucks right now. So <laughs> we can all see it. There's We don't need to get, we don't need any DVOA. We don't need any VORP. We don't need any bad, but the guy, he wasn't there. Love Babip. Just yeah. reference Babip. And, and now he is. And now he is. Congratulations to one and all. Let's let's have a celebration. I'm well, sorry I cut you off. Well, my, my overall point, we can get into this a little bit, and then we're going to talk about the defense. But uh, basically my point was the one thing I, I I raise my hand and say lessons learned from the Mitch Trubisky era, right? If you have to squint to see a franchise quarterback, he's probably not the franchise quarterback. And, and, and to my own fault, I think at times I was probably doing that. You know, you're like kind of in this same a- area. I mean, year two for him was 2018. But if you looked past the 12 wins, you're actually just evaluating the quarterback. And I did that. I don't know if you remember this. I, I In the offseason, I went through every single throw the guy made, every single drop back from the 2018 season. And at the end of that long, long piece that was like 10,000 words, the answer was, I don't think we know yet. That's not where you want to be with Justin Fields at the end of this season, right? That that would be the equivalent. And if you were still trying at that point to see a franchise quarterback with Trubisky, you were squinting. Right now what people are doing, which is great, is they're squinting to see something that's not elite. When LaShawn McCoy... Goes on whatever show, FS1 has a lot of shows. A lot of shows. I can't even. I saw this morning. Craig Carton has a show now. Craig Carton hasn't had an interesting journey, but whenever he's doing any form of media, the guy is fantastic. Oh, he's unbelievable. He's just he's so good. He's he's really good at what he does. Yes, I didn't know he had a show until this morning. It's been going on for a while now. I, I apologize. I'll, I'll, I mean, I know about his show in New York in the afternoons yeah. on WFAN, no, legendary radio station. FS1 released their new lineup with Craig in it. I, I want to say. Three months ago, whenever football season started, okay. roughly. Good move by them. Anyway, yeah. the point is, um, I don't even know why Craig came up there. Oh, you because it's after squinting. So, LaShawn McCoy, yeah. when he says, he, he's talking about Justin Fields, and he says he can't throw. Yeah, you quoted, I got my own eyes. I think he's a hell of an athlete. He can't throw the ball. Yeah, that's a bad it, take. It, it, it's <laughs> a bad take. It's just a bad take. <laughs> One... What? <laughs> like, he 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 absolutely can throw. And some of the greatest strides he's been making, the, the, the whatever, everyone knows that that's a, I don't even need to go into but it. You, but your take. point on squinting is a good one because I think when you have, and I might have been guilty of this a couple of times in my career, when you have a, 
a take, an opinion that so-and-so is not good or so-and-so is great. You will do a lot of squinting to try to validate where you're at, even when things are, like, right in your face. And I would say, like, when there's, there's like, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a baseball analogy. Like, when, when I would watch Schwarber, I'm like, you look like you should be good. But for whatever reason, you're not good right now. And then you you sort of had to squint to be like he can't do it, like even though the numbers were bad, but like it just it still looked like he could. So you and then when the evidence started mounting that maybe he would be what he is now, it's and and in quarterback terms, that that's what's really happening with Fields right now. It's, well, people are people are sh- stretching really far to come up with reasons why he hasn't been good right. or won't continue to be good going forward based on what he's done the last three weeks. Right. Look at that passive flat that was off the mark. See, he can't do it. Yeah. Ignoring the beautiful throw he had to Darnell Mooney in a muddy pocket where it was an absolute dime that, with touch. So that was so – I like that you just brought up muddy pocket because I, you, I, I love to just enjoy how much you just love – Football and saying football things. I know where you're going to go with this, and I'm going to defend myself. Do you know where you're going to go? So that actually goes back to the Mitch Trubisky piece that I was referring to earlier. This this, this line in the Hoke piece. Absolute dime to Darnell Mooney on slot fade from a muddy pocket. I think when you wrote that down, you just had... That was like the peak of his day right there when he got to write that. <laughs> Absolute dime to Darnell Mooney on slot fade, which he now understands because he's Coach Hogue to different levels, uh, from a muddy pocket, which is definitely a football term that he also learned at Carmel, sitting there in a room. No, that that came probably from uh, quarterback scouting, like just draft. Whatever. Fine, yeah. fine. In, a, in another football room somewhere where you heard that <laughs> and you fell in love with it and you got, now now we got Muddy Pocket. It was just, it was, I felt, I, I felt like, I mean, I felt like I was on the, on the, well, on the you and I it. had a good conversation earlier this week um, about using football terms that people don't understand and this how that's dangerous. But I, I referenced a couple weeks ago, and this is in my Bears Things newsletter, by the way, you can get all chgo.com. Please go sign up. We appreciate you. Um, people were requesting like deeper break. Literally, I was getting requests deeper breakdowns of what Fields is doing every week, good and bad. Okay, people are asking for it. I, so it's a section of the thing where I get to be really football-y. No, yes, and and if you and if it's and if you don't want to read it, you could skip to the next part. That's, yes, that's and, the great part. And and we, I don't think we did that this week when Woot was in here. That's a drop on our part. There wasn't much to break down. I thought about it. You were talking about the video. Yeah. Yeah. There's always stuff. Like, look, look, who's, uh, like, Doug Dyer's breaking down my shoelaces right now. I mean, that's a weird thing that Doug Dyer is doing, but that's an elite breakdown by Dyer on the, on the, (laughs) (laughs) there's always something to break down somewhere. But yes, people want, people want details. They, uh, that has to be, I want a special corner of Hogue details. And I loved that line. Absolute dime, Darnell Mooney slot fade means he lines up in the slot. Fades to the corner, beautiful throw, bang, muddy pocket, fields there was there was it was all sorts of traffic. There were people around him. See, you know what it means. I know exactly what it means. I'm with you on that one. Okay. I'm there. Every, Love it. Yep, yep, yep. I got it. I got it. I feel like I took you off track here, but the column's it's no, an no. enjoyable read today. No, I appreciate it. Um the one thing I did want to talk about it was thinking about this this morning. 
And, you know, I'm going to bring up your favorite statistic, DVOA. Yeah, that's... But the Bears are 31st defensively. Lions are 32nd. Let's go get them. Go ahead. I don't think they are. I think... They're 32nd in, like, every category. I know, but this is why DVOA is different. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter. Both defenses are bad. Um... Let's see, was there an adjustment there? Defensive DVO. Okay, 31st, yeah. Okay. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders are 32nd. Regardless, the question is, should the Bears' defense really be this bad? Let's go over what they lost from last year. Okay. I mean, if you're going to go healthy 2021, Khalil Mack. But it was barely healthy. Okay, he did have eight sacks, though. He does make a difference. Okay. I mean, they're missing the pass rush. Okay. Akeem Hicks. Was bad. He was bad. That's a bad take. Last year? When Akeem Hicks was on the field, he was still really, really good. The problem was he wasn't on the field enough. When he was on the field, he was making plays. He was doing what Corey Wooten always says, get penetration. And that was even in a different scheme. All right. Uh, He was half the player at best that he was when he was really making plays in 2018, 2019. I don't know. Really? I thought, I thought Hicks, it was very obvious that he was, if not fully done right, like way over. Well, the health is one thing. And I, and that's why I think it was obviously the right decision to let him go. He he hasn't been healthy this year for, I mean, I, I, I think he, I'm not saying he didn't have a couple of flash. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. All right, my grade on Akeem Hicks for last year, which was, let's be honest, one, two, three. I mean, SW's backing four, you up. Hicks was a monster and went healthy. Five, six games. I love, and, and Miller, I love Akeem Hicks as a bear. I loved him almost more off the field than on the field, uh, but, and I loved him on the field. So I'm not slighting Akeem Hicks in any way, shape, or form, but I thought it was just kind of obvious that he was done. He graded out and I still as a long-term starter last year. And now I'm in a position where I either have to dispute Hoag's grades or disagree, so I will <laughs> go with I agree. I agree. <laughs> Fine. Fair enough. I'd, he would mm, – I'm having a hard time. Because I, I, he was so damn good. You, in the, I'm going to tell you what happened. In your, okay, go ahead. You, you, got, you got frustrated. He wasn't available anymore. When he was on the field, he was still good. I'm telling you, he was. I think he's still good now. But the question is, is he ever on the field? And he's really not. The point is, he still only played half the season, just like Khalil Mack. Okay. But you did lose Roquan Smith. Yep. Um, You lost Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. Thanks, Mubs. But otherwise... Okay, Angelo Blackson has been way worse in this defense. Trying to go down the line here. But Travis Gibson, to me, has been a little bit disappointed. I thought he could take off this year. We really hasn't. He was on a good trajectory last year. That has definitely slowed down. He's he's had rare moments of flashation, if you will. Flashation. Yeah, I'm I'm just uh, going a little bit different here because. That's a term. I like that. Yeah. That should be a scouting term. Yeah. Flashation. Yeah, I mean, he's had. He was the one guy who got to the quarterback in what was it two weeks ago. He was the only guy that got there. So you get a point, an extra point for that, since nobody else was doing anything. So congratulations. See, I think in some ways they sort of miss everybody from the front that they've lost, like Bilal Nichols. I like, yeah. Um, 
Eddie Goldman. The problem is that because I'm just trying to look at the talent they don't have anymore that they used to have. It's kind of where I'm going with this to see is is it really a valid excuse? But it's just a different scheme. So I don't know if any of these guys would have really made the same same difference. But I guess when you look at it, there's no question you were all on top of you were on top of this before the season season started. Like the defensive line, the front seven, it's bad, bad. But so but. To your overall question here, can the defense be better? What do they have that's better than last year? Well, Eddie Jackson is way better than he was last year. However, he's gotten more motivated or the scheme or whatever it is, Eddie Jackson is a significantly better football player this year. Uh, They did not have Jaquan Brisker last year. That is a better football player. Uh, Eddie Jackson has been better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying Eddie Jackson this year, better than Eddie Jackson yep. last year. Brisker, better. Jalen, call it the same, but may, but maybe even a drop better, even though he's you know had his... He had a uh, bad game last week, but he's been a good player. I mean, that's an impossible game, though. Yeah. Cover the Dolphins by yourself with, with no pass rush. I mean, it's just... Come on. And he did make a huge play when they actually have to have... Absolutely had to have it, even though it was mostly on Tua with that rainbow. But... And then you have Kyler, who's coming on. So my point is that they have the secondary is objectively pretty damn good. So can you, the rest of the way, when you're not facing Tua and Jalen Waddell and Ty Freak, can you get this defense trending at least somewhat in the right direction? I just, I, I guess what I'm getting at is. You hired a defensive head coach. You brought in his guy, Alan Williams, to be the defensive coordinator. I'm not by any means suggesting that the defense should be as good as it was before. Because as we just detailed, they've lost a ton of talent, especially up front. Right. But the question is, should it be this bad? Should it? With the hits philosophy and the hustle and the intensity and everything that they talk about, just seven guys going to the ball on every single play, shouldn't they be better than 31st in defensive DVOA? At least like 20th? How about 23rd? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> How about I, I eight just, slots better? I mean, the fall off is just, it's been dramatic. And it obviously has a lot to do with losing Robert Quinn and. Roquan Smith, but like, what was uh, reminder? Key thing with DVOA is it takes into consideration the level of talent that you've played, so it kind of weights out when you've played a team as offensively talented as the Dolphins, but it also weighs in when you uh, have faced the New York Giants per se. For, for that, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's just uh, a lot of people, and we're getting this in the comments right now. You know, putting it on Al Williams. I think it's I think it's an easy thing to do, right? Like But I think it I think it shares I sure. Like whatever. What Fluce Allen Williams, the I, players. So I'm just I guess my overall point is like I think it should be a little bit better than it's been recently. Well what I'm interested in is are they going to now that they've settled in, now that you're not gonna have any more changes the rest of the way, now that Jack Sanborn, your guy, is in there stopping the run like a monster. Will they be able to figure out some way that this defense can improve? How do they 
how do you st- how do you take the talent that you have? How do you take Dominic Robinson to get the most value out of him? How do you whatever what's what stunts are you running to try to give these guys an opportunity to get to the quarterback? Because clearly you're gonna you're gonna have to send more guys. Uh, but they don't blitz, right? So exactly, they more blitzing, something with some creativity here to you know you you had a whole come to the offensive altar of how do we do this and you came out of it like okay let's put Justin Fields finally on the move and let him do what he was born to do and it's working so you don't have the you don't have a talent to unleash like Fields on the defensive side so it's going to take some more creativity but you do have some pretty smart coaches and some hard-working guys so maybe it can look at least a little bit better i i want to like Allen Williams. I I mean, I do like Allen Williams. Well, you call his press conferences like therapy sessions. I, I find him to be a lovely man. I really <laughs> enjoy Allen Williams. I don't want him to, I want him to succeed. That is a personal thing. I don't know him personally, but I just find him to be as quality of a human being as I could possibly think of someone who I only know from press conferences. So I am rooting for him. That being said, it, it should look a little bit better by the end of the year. Okay. I'm not, and they're not. I'm not. They don't. We all know that they're they're incredibly short on talent here. But I I think to, the, I, I do think it should be better. The takeaways have dried up too. Yeah. Which is a, which is when a is the last time they? And yeah, when they're on the like when the ball's on the ground on Sunday, like where was anyone going for the ball? It just seemed like the, the hits. Where are the hits? They they really need Velocity. to find a way to force takeaways, um, because. And that's where I, that's one area where I do think they are definitely missing Roquan Smith. Well, if you're Ryan Pohl sitting there looking at this right now, are you are you most likely thinking, "Hey, I get it. I'm going to have to fix this in the off season." These guys have proven their whole NFL careers that they know how to coach defense. I hired a defensive head coach because at least partly with the way he coaches the defense. And I thought that he was just a great leader, so that's why I brought him in here. And I knew that I would hire a great offensive coordinator. We'd go get one in Luke Getze. So that was I, – I don't, I, don't I don't think we can necessarily make it a referendum on the coaching staff here with the talent, but I also think it, at the same time it should be better. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to put it on, you know, some big giant referendum on the coaching staff. I just I, – I, I think that questions need to be asked, like – you know, is is this really working defensively? And it's it's an impossible question to answer right now, because I I, I do think you get more talent in here. But what's your what's your question to Flus this week when you go out to Hallis, or and or Allen Williams? Cole how, comes up with these great questions. Yeah, he's, it, I think he, it's a very calm, thought out. You're ready for it moment. That's what I get from you in a Bears presser. Yeah, I, I, I would I would just ask, you know, Flus when you you know when your head hits the pillow Monday night, like Hey Matt, Adam how, Hogue. How, how happy were you not to be in Indianapolis anymore working for Jeff Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Apparently Larry Mayer like ruined the press conference the other day. He didn't ruin it. He ruined it. I wasn't there, so I'm gonna say he ruined it. 
Larry, I don't have the relationship with you to say that. Sources told me, because I I I wanted a question about what was going on in Indy. It was the biggest story of the day, besides Justin Fields being the greatest thing ever. And, 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 and sources came back to me and said that the problem was is that when when Flus walked into the press conference, Larry made some comment about his guy getting fired, Frank Reich, and it just made the whole thing awkward. It, it's it, not something to joke around about. Yeah, okay, but right after he said it, then people jumped in and said, no, Larry, we, we want to hear the answer. And then there was laughter in the room, and I thought the thing moved along fine. But did we ever get an answer? I don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't, I, honestly, I don't also, remember. But, uh, but, but Larry's just A couple super chats have come in here. I just thought we should reference. Uh, yeah. Sang Ray here says, you might want to stop talking about DVOA after the abysmal block punt last Sunday. But, but we have a very high special teams DVOA. Okay. I appreciate the super Coach chat. Hogue? I appreciate the super chat. DVOA doesn't predict the future. (laughs) It it just tells you what's happened so far. The Bears are not allowed to block punt at all. Um, But I think the point is that there was no really no indication they were going to. Yeah, but I think the point is that DVOA is bullshit. That's that's that that's the overall point there. Wow. No. Okay. And then this from Daniel, a ten dollars super chat. Thank you, Daniel. I think the Bears defense should get better than this. Uh, I expect more from the vaunted Chicago Bears defense. Boom. Daniel, so do so does the flu. So does, so does Alan. So does everybody on that team. So does Eddie Jackson. Which is a very good segue to what we're going to talk about next. By the way, what are we? What happens t- if the defense does show signs of improvement the rest of this season? Woof! Here it comes. Uh, but first, I'll tell you a little bit about ComEd, the energy efficiency program that is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free (laughs) facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, uh, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Uh, Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your, again, free facility assessment go to comed.com slash powering biz b-i-z ready to sign up for a facility assessment you can call comed at 1-855-433-2700 during during uh, normal business hours to speak with a comed energy efficiency program representative you can also email business ee at comed.com or request an assessment online at the website comed.com slash facility assessment and Green Ridge Farm is a Chicago local meat and cheese company. They're offering you the cheese. They have been uh, providing the cuisine at our tailgates. I by think the we way, need more singing out of Adam Hogue on the uh, podcast. That was uh, interesting. Th- this that's th- from old school. Oh, cheese. 
Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't remember these random comedy references. Cheese. The the guy, Jeremy Piven plays plays him. That guy doesn't need to be on this show. Uh, What? (laughs) Not a fan. Uh, Okay. Not a big entourage guy, huh? Yeah, okay. But uh, the point is that Green Ridge Farm is amazing, and the point is that they're the makers of all-natural deli meat sausages, (laughs) their famous meat sticks. The point is that they have been supplying us at at our tailgate, which, by the way, this Sunday is going to be the best one yet. Not because Adam Hogue's not going to be there, uh, but because we're just going to the next level here in our third tailgate. But the all-natural meat sticks, they're hard smoked for eight hours. They come in chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili. The brats are amazing. They're just just delicious. Yummy. Amazing generational recipes. Uh, right now, uh, when you order any three meat products, check them out. GreenRidgeFarm.com. Seriously, do it right now. GreenRidgeFarm.com. And you include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Meat sticks are free. Use the code CHGO at checkout. And just a reminder, when you go into Costco, right there in your deli section, you will see Green Ridge Farm. Um, yes, Nothing more important than what we feed our family, ourselves, and our friends. Therefore, their products are only good enough when they're as good, as natural as they can possibly be. GreenRidgeFarm.com. Detroit sucks! Detroit sucks! That's, you know who that is, right? Bart Simpson, Homer Simpson, somebody Simpson? That's Jeremy Piven. Oh. That's the, uh, that's the old Blackhawks commercial. It's the best commercial that ever was made. Wait, they had a Blackhawks commercial where yeah. they literally said Detroit sucks it's on it? It's the best, yeah. He's just sitting there in the empty night center in the 300 level. He's like, everything I learned as a Blackhawks fan, I learned from my dad growing up up here in the 300 level. And he just starts singing the, or starts saying the. How long ago was that? Uh, this was late 90s, early 2000s. Might have been Cold Steel on Ice era. I'm not sure. I don't totally remember that. But it's a, it's right there on the tube of views that we are on right now. So Okay. Never seen it. That's awesome. Hey, Detroit sucks one of the greatest chants in the history of sports. And it's a great week to be saying that. Yeah. I have a feeling there'll be a Detroit sucks chant at the tailgate. Hey, real that. quick. I know we're going to get into the next one. I did want to get to the super chat, though, before we get into it. It was it was about the uh, the Shady McCoy comments. Yeah. And I just thought we should throw Monsi the love here. Thank you, Monsi. He says, I don't get the can't throw take. Every time I see Justin scramble, he's looking down the field. And when no one is open, he takes off and runs. Uh, by the way, they do call him Shady McCoy for a reason. Also, if you're going to have a take like that, like, have a thought that goes with it. Like, it, he, he just kept saying, I need to see more. And he hasn't won the game. Like, those, uh, his de- defense of him not being able to throw was they haven't won the games. What does it have to do with anything? If I was going to try to make an argument that Justin Fields can't play quarterback in the NFL... I wouldn't do that, for, <laughs> for one, because it's, it's, it's a hard thing, but... What what can you say? What can you say about uh, where 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 could Fields get better? He can be a little bit more decisive, although that's come up in a huge way. Yeah, been way better. I mean, so he could have a little bit more touch on his balls at times. I think that's uh, that's fair. He can uh, maybe he can go through his progressions a little bit quicker. Oh, that was the other thing Doug mentioned. Uh, at one point, he said he, uh, his reasoning for saying he can't throw is because of his passing yards per game, right. um, and he and he made reference to an eighty-yard passing performance. It was really seventy. Uh, not that that makes it better, 
um, that was in week two. That well, was a long time ago. Right, and he's only had one game this year where he's been over 200 yards. The yardage needs to come up, but I think anybody who actually is paying attention and really watching Bears football, you see what's going on as far as the talent around him, yes. and you would make a very logical when he gets players that are better than the ones that he's currently working with. 200, he's going to zip by, and he'll be, in the th- he'll be in the threes, and he'll be picking up yards on the ground. And we'll all be sitting here thanking literally everyone, as we did yesterday running through it, that Justin Fields fell to the Chicago Bears. And thank you on the way out the door, Ryan Pace. By the way, you owed it to us, so we actually don't owe you a thank you for everything else. You owed us that. That's that we're, we're, I don't even, we're not even yet. <laughs> maybe we're even. Uh, uh, maybe we're even. I'll give you an even. If yeah, I, I, I think if Justin Fields ends up being the quarterback for the next know. 15 years then uh we're even uh, Glennon, Trubisky, Dalton. Yeah. Um all right, so the over under on wins at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. The win total for the Bears was six and a half. Uh at one point it had come down to six. I think at one point it was even five and a half, but six and a half is kind of where it settled on. And um in order to get there, the Bears, to win seven games from this point on, would have to finish four and four, mm-hmm. which would be you know slightly better than what they have been so far this season. More than slightly, but yeah, okay. Um, and in one sense, you should be like, well, the offense is way better. They've gone one and two in this new era of Bears offense, uh, let's call it, um, against three pretty good teams, though, two that are almost certainly going to be in the playoffs. The schedule does get easier in the next few weeks. Then it gets really harder. And then it kind of tails off at the end of the year. The question is, can you find four wins on the schedule? we got it in front of you right now. The Lions, the Falcons, the Jets. Green Bay, winnable game at home. This is where it gets really hard. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills might be the two best teams in football right now on back-to-back weeks. Detroit on the road in week 17. What's interesting to me, that home game against the Vikings might not matter for Minnesota. Probably will not matter. They're running away with the North. I think in a month from now we're going to realize they're probably not going to be in the running for the one seed at all. Remember, only one team gets a bye now in the new so it's not like you're trying to get the two seed to get a bye. I feel like there's a there's a chance that a pretty good chance actually that that game might be one where they're not even playing Kirk Cousins. They're not even playing um of course, wasn't that the case last year? Justin didn't, Jefferson. Wait, wait, didn't that not or was that 2 years ago? And it like didn't matter. Last year, the game that I remember that did feel like it mattered at all was Nick Foles against the Seahawks. So am I misrep- mis- misremembering here? Hang on. That was midseason, though. That mattered a lot. That was Nick Foles' best moment in the Bears uniform. That was that, was, that and him yelling at Nagy from the sideline That in was LA. the third to last game of the year. Uh, and then they had the Giants, who they killed at home, and then they lost to Minnesota 31-17 to finish 6-11. and I think that's what we're talking about then. Yeah, I... I, I it was 2020 they were in the playoffs. 
Yeah, I'm, I have it. Was it 20? I, I, I'm picturing one of these games here. They always play the Vikings at the end of the season where one of the teams wasn't playing their starters and it was way closer than it was supposed to be. So, um, I mean, if you're betting right now, Julius, I think I think it is two years ago. If, if you're betting right now over under at six and a half, I think most would take the under. I mean, four wins. Four wins seems a little tall, even yeah. though it could very well happen that they win four in a I row. I mean, it's just like not very they well, could have could. like of these six losses, I would say three or four of them could be wins, but they're not. So, right, they didn't get them. They didn't get them. So th- if you're asking for four more on the next eight. I got it. 2019. Sorry, just to close the book on this. 2019. Um, Vikings playing Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion, Oregon yeah. State's finest. Out there, quarterback. Bears managed to win 21-19. Uh, they set up an any Pinheiro 22-yard field goal right at the end of the game. I believe there was a completion to uh, I remember. some random wide receiver late. Oh, my God, can I pull this? I've happily blocked all this out. I'm going to have to look. Um, there was a late throw. There was an Allen Robinson throw. Uh, I can't remember it. Anyway, someone will remember it. Anyway, um, it should have been an easier win. The point is... Um, Shirek Bobby saying Ridley? Was it Ridley? Yes, it was. It was a throw to Riley Ridley. Boom. And Thank everyone felt so, the whole offseason excited about Riley Ridley because he made one nice catch at the end of the season. That's what it was. Thank you very much. Who was the fourth round they could have had instead of Riley Ridley? I don't know. Everyone. <laughs> Today's podcast, thinking about things, <laughs> like <laughs> random things that we can't figure out. There, there was, I'm going to go back to the Riley Ridley draft and tell you who, who I'm coming up with. The bottom line is that if, if, you had to, if you had to bet right now Bears over or under, most people, I think, would take the under. And you look at how things have unfolded. The Washington loss is a killer. If you have an over bet out there, that that's that's that one hurts a ton. So does the so the Giants in Minnesota both hurt too because you had shots to win those games and and the Dolphins for that matter and you've gotten none of them. All right, so that's I'm going to try to look at this without being too optimistic in saying I think they split the games against the Lions. Okay, I, I think if you're hoping to get the over at this point, you're you're like okay, Bears got to be beat the Lions in both games. I don't know that that's realistic. Right, so they so split. You, they split with Detroit. They split Atlanta and New York. Right, so that's so now we're at two. two. We're at two. Uh, I, I'm telling you, if I had to pick that game against the Packers right now, I would pick the Bears. So they. Spl- I think. I think this is going to be like a fluke, like. But even if you go that way, they they split Green Bay, Minnesota. Let's do it like that. So now you're at three. Now you got to split Philly, Buffalo. No, no, no because here's how it limits. I'm not splitting Green Bay, Minnesota. You're getting both of those? I, because I, 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 I would say no, except for I think there's a very good scenario that it comes down to that last game against the Vikings, and you basically get handed a free win because they're not playing their starters. So you're taking the over. Kellen Mond, baby. He sucks. We know that. At least I do. I'll tell you this. Um, well, first of all, I'm just hopeful because I bet the over at the beginning of the season. Um I think the updated total, let me look this up. I think it's come down. 
I would think it has. So if we're looking up DraftKings right now and looking at the adjusted total, um, and you only have to get to uh, you only have to go three and five the rest of the way, I would feel pretty confident about that, wouldn't you? Yes, three and five feels doable. Sorry, Chad, I forgot Kellen Mond does suck so bad he was cut by the Vikings. That's my bad. <laughs> Coming at for you, Lawrence. Yeah, that one did not work out. wasn't one of Adam Hogue's greatest. Uh, I'm just saying I knew he sucked. He could suck wherever he wants now. Apparently yeah, he's in Cleveland. I did not. David Blau, Nick Mullins. David Blau. Yeah, Shout out I mean, to Nick the Mullins, really, but Oh, Nick Mullins, uh, Mississippi State? Nick Mullins. Southern Miss? Southern Miss. Yeah, USM. Sure, okay. There you go. Conference USA is fine. Yes. Golden Eagles. Yes. Let's go. What's going on over there? I'm trying to He's get the updated. Kings. I told you He's what I was doing. I'm trying to get the updated win total. Uh, while we wait, uh, please hit that like button for me if you don't hit mind. Hit like, hit subscribe, um, turn notifications on, and yeah. be very excited because I have a couple things for uh, Adam Hogue today that, that are a little bit of Hogue. We'll see if he can get – I wouldn't even call it trivia. And, you know, while you're waiting, why don't you check out that CHGO locker? Look at Io DeSumo rocking the QB slide shirt. I don't know. It looks pretty good on him. Look good on you, too. And we'll be going to see Io tonight, a little Bulls Pelicans at the United Center. Uh-oh, Zion. Maybe I should do Io, Io quarterback breakdown because I did the Io video a couple weeks ago with whether or not he thinks that – Justin Fields is the Bears quarterback, and he was adamant that he was, and he laid out the reasons why Fields continuing to prove Io and everybody else right. So maybe we go into a, a next level, something along those lines. I love Io. How long do you think you'll be continuing to look for this uh, situation? I, I can't find it. Someone else help me out if they if they know what the uh, updated win total. I think it might be down to five and a half, but uh, it, whatever. It's okay. Yeah, we so. have we have plenty of time to do an updated win total in the rest of the weeks of the season. Hogue, by the way, going on vacation. I'm gonna have to be doing the post game show without him on Sunday. Well, f- first of all, this can not vacation. Lawrence, help me out. Is a wedding a vacation? Uh, no, but uh, it. I mean, it, if you are traveling on an airplane, um, at least it's fun to go somewhere else. Cool Will city you be you're drinking? Going to. See, define fun. Uh, well, I got an eight-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, I, my yeah. son, by the way, is the greatest traveler of all time. Yeah. Like, when I took him to New York earlier this year to go to the uh, White Sox-Yankees game, I mean, just had a blast. Everything about traveling with my son makes it better. Usually it's the opposite with kids. That's how good of a traveler he is. He's just relaxed? What does he do He well? relaxes me. It's like anything that's stressful about traveling – you just forget about it because he's just having so much fun. He just thinks it's the coolest thing to wait in line for security. It's I mean, awesome. You're my, about to go through security. My daughter likes when the, the dogs, you know, they have the sniffing yeah. dogs. She loves when they come out and around. She likes there. getting sniffed. Yeah, well, she just likes looking at the dogs. But by, yeah. the, by the dog. <laughs> well, she wants to pet the doggy. You're not supposed yes, to pet Unfortunately, them. yeah, but she knows. She knows they're working. She understands that. We're good at good. teaching her that. Yeah. Now, the one-year-old on the flight... Another level of challenge? This, I don't know. This is our first flight with her since uh, Christmas of last year when she was a baby, and she just just sort of sat her there. Now she's a toddler. Things could go haywire. I don't know how this I'm is going to I'm sensing be. a lot of anxiety right now. 
Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I do not want to be you with a one-year-old on an airplane because that sounds is awful. Does, but does, it's not a long flight per se. Right. It's a couple hours. Does the one-year-old have her own seat? No. No. No, gosh. We got the... Uh, what is he, rich? Come on. He's, got to, he's not paying yeah. for a seat. He's putting it on the lap. I mean, I don't... I. I don't know. There's this, there's a strategy to this. Sometimes you want that extra seat. Sometimes even if you're not rich, it's worth paying for it. But I don't know. You know, you just yeah. when you're in the situation of the three by three rows, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just, you yeah, take good your point. three good seats. Point, good point. You cram the baby somewhere in there. You don't have to worry about bothering anybody except maybe the person in front of you with the kicking of the seat. Plus, James Gray's traveler ever. They could yeah. basically share a seat. Let's go. It's it's gonna be. We did the risky thing. Now we're getting way too into this, but we did a, we did a later flight. So, like, it should be her bedtime. Maybe she'll just fall asleep. There we go. You know, there maybe. We there we go. Unlikely. Or or it'll be the opposite, and she'll be crabby as hell. Um, the original point there was, I don't know that we call weddings uh, a Correct. vacation. Correct. No, not a vacation, no. I will say, though, this is a... this Stop fall weddings. We have different levels of weddings that you look forward to, right? This is one that's up there. I've been looking for. Uh, this is this is a good wedding, and we are looking forward to missing you, but also doing an amazing show on, on Sunday. Bra- Braggs will be here. Uh, will Dewitt will be here. Yours truly will be here. Nick will be at Soldier. Yeah, Nick will be at Soldiers. Corey Wooten will be here on Monday. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Let's go Bears. Come to the come tailgate. out to the tailgate, and uh, I'm I'm I've been campaigning for. Uh, the best ever hot chocolate tank area, which uh, I'm not uh, sure if that's... A hot chocolate tank? Something along those lines. Okay. I, I don't... I don't you I, know, like yeah. a hot chocolate bar with like marshmallows and... Oh, and my gosh. Dude, wouldn't you like that? Candy canes? Settle down. I didn't get to, I didn't get all the way to candy canes. Well, what else is going on in your hot chocolate bar? Sprinkles. Sprinkles? Sprinkles. Whipped cream? Uh, okay. Whipped cream situation? I mean, that's... I feel like that's asking a lot. I don't know if that'll be happening. I... I'm it working. I'm, I am working on it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to depths. Is it our levels. guy? Uh, I'm not saying. I, I, it's not official yet. I'm where's just our, working. Where's our guy from Pork and Mindy's? Jeff. Uh, what the hell's his name? Jeff. Uh, who's the chef we interviewed? With this, he played guitar for. Oh you. yeah 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 yeah. Je- get Jeff Morrow out here. Jeff Morrow. Yeah. How about he would bring a hot chocolate? I'll, bar? I'll reach out. Uh, I can reach out go. tomorrow. If you're gonna do a hot chocolate bar, I you're rec- coming. I recommend uh, Bailey's and Kahlua. Bailey's and Kahlua is an excellent choice. If you're gonna, would you like it with Bailey's? Absolutely. Why not? Hey, Rob Schwartz. Junior. What's up, Rob? He'll be there Sunday. Thanks, Rob. All right, Excited. Rob. Looking for. Rob keeps on saying he's gonna come, and I don't know if he has come to any of them. But he, if he has, he has not come and said hello to me. So I, I think Rob will be there Sunday, and he's gonna say hi to you. Rob, I expect to. I I want to. I want to hang. Come. Let, let, let's talk bears. Let's talk anything. All right. Uh, back to the important things of the show that we haven't gotten to yet. Anything that you want to talk about before I? Well, we got to tell our friends about DraftKings. Oh, okay. Where I was struggling to find the updated total. Um, but uh, DraftKings is obviously the place you want to go. You can make every play of every game feel exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. 
And to make things even sweeter, you could throw it out on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And um, my DraftKings pick of the week, since we were talking about the win totals, I'm going with the over. Five and a half, take the over, provide some cushion if my six and a half doesn't hit, and maybe I'll hit them both anyway. Hey, you get to root for the Bears each week. You get uh, that is good entertainment. That's a good entertainment value buy is how I would call it. Five and a half pick of the week, huh? That's, That's it? All right. What else am I supposed to pick? I think it's a great pick. I mean, I you know I, I would pick some. Uh, I don't know. I'm what's anxious. I'm anxious. You're you're picking futures for your pick of the week. That's like what's the Bills line? Oh yeah, you know uh, Sean, our, our good friend from CHGO Bets. If I'm not mistaken, here he's in Slack said something about that. I, uh, How about um, Bears plus fifty thousand to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Sean and Cody of CHL Bets have been talking about the uh, Vikings-Bills game. Uh, Sean believes in the Vikings' money line. However, Cody is saying, I don't know, Case Keenum revenge game. Because if if Allen is not healthy. Uh, McDermott, he didn't get into medical evaluation. He just said that he's day-to-day and that he Wait, will not practice today. They're taking Vikings' money line? Yeah. Okay. I think Josh Allen's going to play. Do you? There's no way the Bills lose two in a row. The NFL's weird, though. And the Vikings should know. Case Keenum throwing to Stephon Diggs. <laughs> it's a Buffalo miracle. Yeah, uh, Sean did say he does like finding Diggs on the sideline yeah. in the stadium. There you go. So, another game you could gamble on tonight and also go to would be Bulls, Pacers, and the best way to do that would be through game time tickets. You like that? You like that? You like <laughs> I that? I just love the level of disinterest in Lawrence and I talking about Vikings bills. Yeah, no, zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm moving along. That was awesome. Game time tickets is the hottest new ticketing site. It's easier than ever to get the best deals, best value, best amazing moments in time to go to a sport event, concert, a show, wherever you want to do to be entertained. If you want to sit in the front row, last row, somewhere in the middle, do it with the Game Time app, which has been downloaded by over 15 million people. I'm looking at Bulls tonight. Cheapest ticket in the door is 50 bucks for a little Bulls, Pelicans, a little Zion, a little, a little Io. Come on. Come on out. I'll be roaming the uh, concourse as well. Uh, but, hey, Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears, or if you want to go to, I don't know, some amazing play off-Broadway right here in Chicago, why not do it with Game Time tickets? And if you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. You will not get a better price anywhere but Game Time. You go to a lot of shows. Hey, real quick, uh, we got $100 tickets in the 100 level tonight for Bulls. We do. Game Time. Uh, two we seats do. in the... Section 116. Carm, can I tell you? Because nice. you know how I was talking about going Monday? Mm-hmm. I was sitting at my house. It was 6 o'clock. 
The game started at 7.45, which I found out later the reasoning for that. Did you see how the NBA staggered all their games Monday night? Yeah. 15 minutes apart. Um, shout out to Cousin Sal. They had an amazing live podcast idea they did where they bet the first uh, first to 10 in every single <gasps> game. Oh, that's... I love... The whole night. Oh, that's so degen. I love it. Isn't that Ooh, amazing? So good. That is... So every game started 15 minutes apart. They bet the first... T- first team to 10 in every game That's and they just did a live podcast during the whole thing again a great entertainment value we can just straight That's copy great. them and do that ourselves i got Why not? i got uh, bonked on that with the, like uh, utah jazz denver nuggets game a few weeks ago when you know i don't believe in the jazz but apparently i was gonna say though six o'clock game is seven forty-five. i'm sitting there in my uh did dining pajamas room, having dinner yeah okay looked at game time app Ninety-three dollars, two hundred level, like decent seats. Almost pulled the trigger, and I was like, I don't really want to have to drive downtown and then drive downtown again tomorrow morning. And I didn't do it. We got a nice couch. You get to stay on this couch. Uh, but I was gonna bring my son. Oh, well, he didn't have school Tuesday because election day. Yeah, could I would like to throw out to the chat since you thought about it but didn't want to sit in traffic. Is that bad parenting? Did Hogue let his son down? All he had to do. Was just battle through some traffic and a great game time ticket price. Would that be? Would that fall under bad parenting? Um, I have a great counter to that that you, that you just never could have foreseen. So I, I don't. It. The reality is, and Lawrence understands what I'm talking about. Sometimes you have to give your children benchmarks in order to get rewarded for things. And there's a certain thing going on in our house that I won't get in, into the details of. But he has to do it three times in a row. And when he does it three times in a row, he gets to go to the Bulls game. And we were only at number two. Okay, so you're we holding didn't get standards. to three yet. So that was the other thing is if I pull the trigger on these tickets, game time app, I am I being a bad dad because I'm You're not holding I'm standards. letting him get away. Right. We've got a certain yeah. standard here. We've got the the at home hits philosophy here that we're not following. Yeah, yeah I feel and, like my wife is a, a bit uh Lacks on the hits philosophy, whereas I'm right? like, uh, and, and I yeah. fell victim to it last night. He had a fort that he's sleeping in the night. I said, only you can only do that on nights where you don't have school the next day. And then last night, I was watching election coverage and I was like, I don't really care. You can you can sleep in your fort. <laughs> and then, of course, I got the you know, from my wife, uh, why was he sleeping in his fort last night? Ah, I don't know. Uh, but before <laughs> we get uh, out to, and uh, I, I I, by the way, for, for Noah in there, said who I, I wouldn't want Hogue to be my dad. Noah, you take that back. This man is a tremendous father. You might not necessarily you'd want your own dad, not Hogue, which would be fine. I'm assuming that's where that comment came from. But are you ready? For, before we get to Nick, can I, can, I give you my, can I give you my slight charm trivia question for the show here before you get super annoyed? See something on your face right now that you're bothered. No, by. I'm just trying to think of how to respond to that. I'm just I know. I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> don't don't let Noah's just having fun. It's okay. You're great you're 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 an elite father for reals if we're going down that no, road. No, it's all good. Yeah, What's okay. up? Uh, uh let me bring in Nick. I'm gonna i I'm gonna do Nick versus Hogue right here for this trivia. Nick, are you there? Do we have Nick? Hold on, hold on. Can okay. you hear me? Well, we got <laughs> Does this sound uh, good, you guys? Sounds really good. It's very, very bold. Did you make some upgrades over there? Got an external mic, you guys. So I, I listened to. Uh, I think it was your feedback, Adam. Did some did some things here, and hopefully it you know plays plays nicely with the Wi-Fi here at House Hall. Looking good, sounding good. Well, people can't see you, but I can see you. Um, 
What do you got, Nick? What, what's been happening over there at house? Wait, hold on. I got. I got. Yeah, so, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on. Because oh, okay. Nick, this is you versus Hogue. And this, I'm rewinding back a little bit. I meant to bring this up, and I didn't, but I think it's still at least remotely interesting even today. In the World Series, okay, okay. game five. Of this World Series? Yes, of this past okay. World Series. Uh, baseball? Okay. Yes. Not poker? Okay. I yes, know in no, we're, we are talking okay. baseball. In game five of the World Series, Lawrence, you're in this too. It was the Houston Astros versus the Philadelphia Phillies, if you weren't following baseball. Yes, okay? true. Okay. Wow. All right. Is that not the On the same night. At the exact time they started 10 minutes apart, yes. it was the Philadelphia Eagles yes. versus the Houston Texans. Correct. Okay. All right. Now, it was game five of the World Series. It's a regular season football game. I want to know from you guys, who do you think got better TV ratings? Was it Astros, NFL. Phillies? A thousand percent NFL. Or was it Eagles? So you say a thousand percent NFL. Okay. I'm going to go with MLB because there's, oh, it's Amazon. No, there's no way that Carmen would be a- asking us this question unless the answer know. was no. MLB because otherwise no one would blink at it. Obviously, it'd be the M- NBA. Well, but it wasn't Amazon. Game. NBA, the NFL. <laughs> Nick, what do you think? I'm going NFL. You're all going NFL. What well, about no, – No, Hogue just said MLB. Yeah, I said oh, – You said uh, – Hogue read it from, from my uh, – from knowing me, which is, yeah. which, which is, <laughs> yeah. which is a good job by Hogue. Uh, I am surprised what, by this, though. Okay, and and well, wait, and, hold, and how do you think how do you think it did in the local markets? How do you think in in Houston, which got a better better rating, Astros or Tex Astros or Texans? Wait, hold on. The national Astros. answer is the World Series game. Hold on. The the the, the uh, just just hang on. Let me let me go in my order. I just want to okay. I want to get you on record here. The local. Do you think it did better locally in Astros or Texans, and in, in Philadelphia, Eagles versus I'm Philly. I'm going Houston got better baseball ratings. Philly went football. Okay, Nick. Uh, I I still I'm going football for the first one, and then I'm going to go with the Eagles for the second one. But in in Houston locally, which did baseball or football win? Football. Okay, so Nick's I, football across the board. Yeah, Nick, I, Nick is football, uh, football, football. I'm two out of three baseball. Okay. Oof. Uh, I'm going to go Astros and Eagles for the locals there. Okay. So this is a clean sweep for baseball. Clean sweep across the board. Huh. And locally, it, uh, they, it, it had a slight edge nationally. I just think it's because of the Amazon factor, right? That's I mean, it's partly why that. I'm bringing it up. But, you know, but the Bezos. that's where I was going to counter and say that locally, I wouldn't be surprised if football actually did better because it locally the game local, is on yeah. the – locally they still put it on a local channel. So, and then to that part of it, which is, that, which is what I found the most interesting, locally <laughs> – it was an absolute demolition, demolishment. Let's go. Well, it also wasn't that good of a game. Phillies. Uh, yeah, I mean the Houston Texans are mm. trash. Twenty nine seventeen. I know, and and by the way, I lost another free bet that night because of the stupid Texans. game five. Game five in Philly. Game five in Philly. Twenty five point nine rating for the World Series. Fifty share football. Eight point seven sixteen share Houston. Even bigger, 
25.5 rating, 55 share for the Astros. Football, 1.5 rating, 3 share for the Texans. Nationally or? Houston. 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 So, I'm just saying, the reason why I'm bringing it up is that, and I, I get that there's, there is the local TV and maybe just the Houston Texans are the Houston Texans. and They didn't have sweet helmets, though. Did you see the lids? The red, red lids? They look good. But I thought they looked great. I, yeah. I just do think, uh, look, football is king and will forever be king and, and, and all that. However, I do think when you start really getting into the weeds and putting things on Amazon and Amazon <laughs> Prime and everybody's going to pay for everything because it's just football, I don't think that's going to be the case. I just I I think that the the love of the game will you'll have the diehards, but he, but Susie, uh, who's got three kids, is is not gonna be like oh I gotta have Amazon so I can watch the, uh, who's playing this week the worst game ever. Uh, what do we got this week? I forget exactly. Yeah, you get also get uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's pretty good. And I, I think Amazon Prime might be a good place for uh, Sunday Ticket to exist, where you can just pick your game. Like yeah, easy. Falcons I, and Panthers. I, I do kind of agree. Here's my question: Why are we still talking about this? Let's call Nick. He's at Hallis Hall. What are we? What are we doing here? We we can do that too. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, just real quickly, just run down what uh, the big uh, topics for today. Maddie Flew started on this uh, Wednesday. Matt Adams will start his 21 day window to return, so uh, he gets to start that day. Pringle. He was also he also commented Brian Pringle what he's been up to lately. Still in his window as well. And Kari Blassingame is going to be your honorary captain. Really represents, he said, what the what it means to be a Chicago Bear. Very selfless in what he does as a fullback. And obviously not many teams even carry a fullback nowadays. But really likes what he's brought to the team and how he's helped this uh, you know, run offense be what it is today. And he was also asked about Valus Jones Jr. and what he has to do to be a part of this offense. And there are four things he, he basically said about it. He's like, he just has to compete, know his assignment, and also has to be a playmaker. But when it comes to deciding who's going to be in that lineup at the wide receiver, it's, they're going to do whatever it is to, to put the Bears in the best position on Sunday. So it's not even about evaluating young players over guys that have veteran experience. It's whatever's going to be best for that game. So when it comes to Vela Jones Jr., even though he is at that rookie third-round draft pick by Ryan Poles, they're still going to do what's best for the Chicago Bears on Sunday. So uh, that could leave it up in the air whether or not we'll, we'll see Bayless Jones Jr. active you know, this Sunday against the uh, Detroit Lions. He has to show it in practice, and um, that's going to be the first step for him to be seeing the field more on offense as we kind of move along here. He was also asked about uh, on Sunday with, you know, obviously the Miami Dolphins just threw all over the Bears defense. So why didn't they blitz more? And then he just, he basically said, when you had two elite wide receivers out there and Waddle and Hill, vulnerability to open up windows when you blitz have to be better than what they did on Sunday, though. And those pass rushers, there's about eight guys that are, you know, that they have on this roster. And we're just, they're still just trying to find the best combination of pass rushers moving forward. But you know, guys, like we haven't seen much production out of any of those guys as of late, but they're still just trying to find the um, best combination of pass rushers as they're kind of still trying to figure out this defense and what they can do with it, um, as you guys previewed in today's show. And then he was also asked about Justin Fields, if there's been any surprises uh, about his play and what he's been able to do lately. 
And he said a lot of the things you see from the field level, he's certainly a lot faster than he would have thought when he came into this position as head coach. But he's just he mentioned how strong he is. You know, didn't know how strong he was and just his ability to run this offense. So he really likes what he's able to do there. And the experience has allowed him to take that next step in what we're seeing now. Justin Fields winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Um, they're learning more about him and he's learning more about the offense. And that has allowed him to really take the next step. And that, those are really the main takeaways from, from Eberflus. Um, right before Justin Fields came to speak, we had Tony Medlin, uh, you know, from the Bears talk about the coat drive. So he, you know, talked about that. But Justin Fields, he said ever since the mini buy, Luke Getzey has created this offense to care to his strength. And Justin Fields said that's what's been the biggest uh, step in his growth, the growth and comfortability within the offense. But also now there are just plays that are tailored to him in this offense. So that has allowed him to take that next jump and what we're now seeing. Um, and then he said, he was asked about what's like the next step for this Bears offense, maybe to finish those those games in the fourth quarter. And he said, yeah, that's that's obviously the next step and being able to finish off a game when you're, when you're down. But um, he's just, he's expecting that even though like he, he mentioned how um, St. Brown dropped the last pass of the game, essentially, for, for the Bears' offense. Like, those plays are going to happen, but still, it's about making each play count. And that's that's just Justin Fields. He's never going to really relish the moment. Like, he was asked about, you know, do you get this – do you get the recognition that you're getting nationally? And as as we all know, he's not that type of guy. He he kind of – he hears it, and then it's on to the next play, the next next way he can get better. But um, he's – even though the hype is is real around Justin Fields nationally – he, he's not allowing it to get to his head, and he's just kind of taking it day by day, snap by snap, and is looking any way that he can get better. And then kind of the last thing here, you guys, um, he was asked about the Patriots game, how important that was for what we're seeing now in the offense. He said that game really catapulted the offense that we're seeing now. The plays are still being run again, going back to that mini buy, how important it was for the Bears to survey a lot of quarter, a lot of running quarterbacks and how they were operating their offense and incorporate wrinkles into the Bears offense. So go back to that mini buy. It's a big reason why the Bears are having the offensive success that they're having at this point in the season. Big report, Nicholas Moriano. Say, I don't even have any follow-up questions. He just handled – he just got everything. That was right, awesome. Uh, can you just bottom line, Nick, the most interesting thing that you found from today was – Ooh, the most uh, interesting thing, I think, again, when Justin Fields says that Patriots game catapulted the offense, like that, that's, that's some strong language there and how what we're seeing right now. And obviously he had a lot of success on the road against a, a good defense, but knowing that that was a, the, maybe the, the making of what we could end up seeing for the rest of the season, that I thought was interesting in itself. All right, Nick. NFC Offensive Player of the Week. That's right. What's up, Justin Fields? Congratulations. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Uh, Nick, we got to get out of here, so appreciate you uh, jumping on. A lot of good stuff in there. Make sure you're following Nick at Nicholas Moriano on Twitter, reading all his work at allchgo.com. He'll have more coming your way today. Also ran out of the studio yesterday, did not play ping pong, and just uh, wimped out. Really. Did you have a camera you know, Mark following you around? He's the star. Well, I know. I've got stuff to do. I got to go play with his I, camera crew. I got to play Carm in ping pong, and and then we can leave. But he went in. Instead, he was like, "Screw Carm, I gotta go." 
next week we'll just have to play two games and I'll <laughs> leave that time with two W's. So I'm just going to leave right now on that. Adios, you guys. Nick, if you had lost game one, you would have <laughs> stuck around. But since you won, you left. I know, I know how you roll. He gone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Bye, guys. Wow. Mm. Nice. Can we yeah. just end the show with this thought? You can always play with me. You play me, one of these guys. You know, I haven't played you in a while. I, it's, that's, that's true. I'll play yeah. you. It'll be ugly. You don't step up to that table. That's not your game. Uh, before we get out of here, I did have one other super chat that came through a little earlier. Uh, this is from Edward. Um, Fields never will be a high yardage QB simply because on any successful drive, some of the yardage will go to his own running, even if he passes for six TDs a game. Good point. Yes and no, but I think if you put the right players on this team, like, not that they'll ever have Tyreek Hill on the team, but if Tyreek Hill was on this team, he'd, he'd probably have 300 passing yards. Less designed runs is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there, there would be, it would be less reliable on the running game. It also, by the way, they're the number one rushing team in football. You're just naturally going to throw the ball less. Yeah, and I agree with everything you just said. Look, if if they had better receivers, if Tyreek Hill was running around, his numbers would be drastically different. He the the beauty of Fields is that he can beat you with both his arm and his legs. Right now, with everything they have going on, he's got to use the legs more. But I think as he gets older and he loses some speed and he understands offense is better and the Bears of talent improves, the ratio between rushing to passing is going to significantly change. So it almost feels like we, we, we don't know exactly what he is. We just know that he's cool. It's like, it's like the social network uh, when, when, when Facebook was just starting out. We don't, ex- we don't want to ruin it with ads. We don't want to, we don't want to pigeonhole fields as just this. We we don't know exactly what he is. He's just he's he's just. When did that movie come? He's just amazing. He's an amazing. He's an amazing Justin Fields in his second year. That's what he is. That was an amazing left turn. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love that scene. We don't know what it is. Carmen Vitali tweeting at Carmen V. Then we'll get out of here. Bears head coach Matty Rufus asked about his former team's decision to fire head coach Frank Reich and hire Jeff Saturday. As the interim, quote, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't think I want to answer it. You go, Floose. <laughs> you go, Floose. You say something without saying something. That's good. Back your guy. That's good. Okay. Jeff Saturday. What's up with that? All right. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at CHGO underscore Bears underscore Sports. AllCHGO.com. Go get those tailgate tickets. Should be a fun time on Sunday. I'm sorry I will miss it. Come on out. Our best tailgate ever. 8.30 uh, to noon. Corner of Roosevelt in Michigan. AllCHGO.com. Just uh, come to see if Carm's uh, hot chocolate bar actually is real. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm working on it. I need a photo of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I, also, uh, come not expecting a hot chocolate bar is what I'll say, but that's just me. I, I'm just super disappointed that nobody in the chat today asked about my tennis match last night. Hoke didn't bring it up. Lawrence didn't bring it up. Yeah, we were, but, you, you went too long on your uh, random yeah, uh, yeah, ratings you, bit. You, you blew your moment with too the bad. trivia thing that took We got to get out of here. Cubs are coming up. Cubs are coming up in 10 minutes. Okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Just know that I won. Thank hey, you. Bye. Guess what happened? The World Series outrated the Thursday night game. That's interesting.
All right. Here's Nick Moriano now for you. It was too long. That's fine. I'll go. I'll, I'll go check the tape. I agree. It was. It was not my best moment in the history of my time at CHGO. I would have loved to talk tennis, but you blew it. Um, Thursday preview show tomorrow. Nick and Will have it for you. It's at noon. These guys will have you covered Sunday pre and post with the Bears. Go to the tailgate. I'll be back Monday. I'll report back from Denver. I might even go check out the DNVR bar. I'm looking forward to it. Gary, I'll FaceTime you about the match. I'll send you an. I'll send you a video just to you because you care. Thank you. Have a great trip. See you guys. And a reminder. Detroit sucks! Detroit sucks!